Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. When are you officially an adult, like physically an adult, where your brain is developed fully as an adult? Also, how 10 minutes, if you were to take 10 minutes out of your time, how it can literally extend your life and what you need to do to make that happen. It is Thursday, the 21st of March, 2019. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories with the the rise of Marie Kondo, and uh, we're heading into spring, so everybody's talking about spring cleaning, and Jen is getting ready to sell her house. She's going to move across town, and so she's in the process of decluttering her existing home. She's been going through what she calls the purge. She calls it the purge so that she can uh, sell that house and fill up another house, I guess. <laughs> but here's the question. If you gathered all of your unused junk and sold it, how much could you make? A new spring cleaning survey found the average American has 42 unused items in their home. 42 items that, that get no usage at all, that they spent money buying. I can think a few right off the top of my head. Like, we didn't buy our instant pot. But we ha- we've never used it. Oh, wow, really? And it's been almost a year. Oh. We won it in like an auction and we put it like underneath, I don't know, something. Oh. Kind of surprised you I like know. to cook. I mean, stuff. we have an air fryer, a slow cooker. I mean, we have all of those kitchen gadgety things. And that's yeah. the one. I was like, we could probably sell this for 30 bucks. You probably could. I mean, if you're not going to use it. and I might as well just get rid of it. Right. But you could sell it, though. Because the average American... With 42 unused items in their home could make an average of $723 if they sold them all. Now, that's an average number. Mm -hmm. Women are a little worse about holding on to stuff than men are. Men don't have the attachment to things as much. 48 unused items compared to just 36 for guys. 50% of us, though, feel overwhelmed by all of the junk we're still hanging on to. Well, if you're feeling overwhelmed, let it go. Get rid of it. But I think most people struggle with how to sell it. Like, like, should I have a yard sale? Should I put it on marketplace? Should I? But that takes a lot of work, and I might as well just hold on to it. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, Kristen's really good at organizing these uh, community yard sales because she'll basically put it out there on the neighborhood Facebook page and say, listen, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it on this Saturday. Y'all want to join in? I'll make the signs. It'll draw more people to the neighborhood, which is good for everybody. Next thing you know, everybody's doing it. Here are the five most common things that people keep but do not use. Old clothes is number one on Mm -hmm. that list. 65% of us have clothing we never wear. Yes. I almost threw out a pair of pants that I never wear, and I just assumed I wouldn't fit into them. And so I was, I kind of toss them in a pile. And then I'm like, well, let me just try them on first to make sure. And I'm like, oh, these actually still fit. Are you going to start wearing them? And then, no, because I wouldn't <laughs> wear them every day. They're kind of nicer. They're, yeah. they're like slacks that I would wear to something more formal. But then an occasion came up where. You need to have I that kind of stuff. Them. I agree. Yeah. You know, like there's probably a ton of clothes that I don't wear. But I'm like, oh, it, for that one thing that you get invited to that's slightly fancy, you right. need that dress. And that was that was the rare occasion that I actually held on to something that I almost never wear. 
And then sure enough, I wore it. Books. Number two, 55% of us have a few we will never read again. That's true. I read mm-hmm. a book once. I never, but I keep it. Just sort of as a trophy, like, you know, I read this book. <laughs> uh, shoes, 48%. Home decor and old electronics. I know. I'm, I'll do that. If they got a buyback program or anything like that, even a recycle program, even if I get nothing back for it, if there's a way that I can dispose of it without yeah. feeling bad about somehow harming the environment, I will do it. Like we have a ton of those, and then by a ton, I mean like three or four of those old iPods. You know, remember those yeah, iPods yeah. that were like widescreen iPods that had right. like that old school charger and everything. Yep. We still have those, and I don't know why we're holding on to them, but we huh. are. That's why I think you can recycle them, but it's just like I don't know. What if it comes back, or we need it for storage? Yeah, man, that's crazy. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The other thing I have a ton of, by ton, I mean like three, are digital cameras. Remember how, like, I even think you bought me one for my birthday like a long time ago. Oh, maybe. And I still have that in a drawer. What am I going to do with that? Whoever takes pictures on a camera anymore? Everybody uses their phone. Exactly. I need to purge. So when are you an adult, officially an adult? If you are in your 20s and you're still living with your parents, just point them to this story that I'm about to share with you. Because this story says you will not officially be an adult for at least a few more years. They just had a big conference at Oxford this week that had to do with brain development in kids and young adults. Mm-hmm. And researchers researchers now say that we don't really become full-blown adults until we're in our 30s. Really? Like physically you mean... Like, tell me the definition. Like, yeah, like this is a, this is not a trendy statement. It's it's not you know like millennials get a lot of crap because I uh, hate adults. People of other generations, right? Millennials yeah. just can't grow up. It, no, it it may be true that young adults today rely on their parents more, and it may be true that young adults wait longer to start families. But the researchers' main point is we've just always had a flawed idea of what an actual adult is. They say it's all very gradual, and you're not automatically an adult when you hit 18 or 21 or even 31. Doctors who study the brain and nervous system, they now know that we're still physically developing well into our 20s, that the average person finally hits real adulthood somewhere in their 30s. But it's all different. It's it's different for all of us, just based, but it's mostly focused on brain development. And they mm-hmm. say that doesn't fully happen until you're somewhere in your 30s. But there's no hard and fast age. 
So if you're getting crap for not having your life together and you're still in your 20s. Then you're still developing. Say, hey, I'm still developing. And, uh, you don't officially, you don't biologically become a full adult, full-blown adult until you're in your 30s. Somewhere in your 30s. And then like when you're 30 and you're 31, say, well, I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm close. Yeah. There's no hard, fast, age, like set age that you. No have. hard and fast rule. Yeah. Right. Uh, by the way, here's a good question for the start of March Madness. In general, do you think of yourself, Richie, as a team player? Oh, for sure. You are a team player. I'll give you that. Thank you. Recent study <laughs> Recent study found four out of five. You like how I gave you credit right there yeah. just as a team player? That's you being a team player <laughs> telling me that I'm a good team player. There you go. Every once in a while, I got it in me. <laughs> uh, recent study found four out of five of us consider ourselves to be a team player. I think if you asked Everyone, if they thought they were, they, their answer would be. But I'll tell yes. you, oh yeah, sure. Even though they're not, they would be like, oh for sure, <laughs> exactly. I, t- I take one for the team all the time. Oh yeah, but half of us get frustrated when we have to work as part of a team because a lot of us, more than we're willing to admit, a lot of us feel like we would function better and be more successful on our own. One in five people went as far as to say they're definitely not a team player. Well. What are the signs that you are a team player? All right, let's see how many of these we have. I'm going to make a little list. Jeff and Fritch. All right. Okay. You can share responsibility. Yeah. I'm happy to share responsibility. (laughs) I'd rather you just do it. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? You can just have it. Okay, number two, you encourage others. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll give ourselves a little thing out of that one. Uh, you listen to other people's ideas. I mean, your video ideas, I thought, were very good the other Thank day. Thank you. Do you listen to other people's ideas? Yeah, I listen to yours. <laughs> I listen to Tim's. I listen to Jen's. All right, so we both get nods for that. Yeah. Uh, you're reliable. Yeah, I find you sure. very reliable. I think both of us are, All for right. sure. Uh, you offer to take on other people's workload. Yes, just on Monday when Tim was sick, I said, we got you. That's, you, you did, you did, all right. I try to avoid that as much as possible, but <laughs> thank you for doing that. I'll take it on for everybody. <laughs> That's good, thank you. Uh, let's see, you offer to help people who are struggling. Well, if they're making a big scene, I suppose. Uh, you make sure people are recognized for their efforts. Yes. Uh, you go out of your way to help people. Let's not go crazy. I do. Yeah, you do. You don't. No. I think you only have five and I'm up to eight. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if you're on the ground and you're writhing in agony. This is about being a team player. You better save our lives. All right. Uh, you stay late at work when you need to. You do that for sure. I can't always. I know. So I'm just giving myself not a point for that. No, you get here earlier. That's, I, that's all right. true. You know what? I do. I'm giving myself a point because I get here early. and You, you get here early and I stay, stay late. late. Yeah. Yep. I like it that way. Uh, and finally, you're a good communicator. Yeah. All right. You agree on that? I got 10 out of 10 yeah. and you got seven. <laughs> I'll take it. It's passing. 70 is passing. Right. Uh, the top signs you are not a team player is you don't pull your own weight. You don't listen to other people's ideas. And you always try to take credit for stuff. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.